Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. We got a cool thing today. We wanted to share about just tips and tricks and stuff that we've been learning recently. Uh, we always try to keep things in uh, that you can put in application today, right? That's kind of one of the key things. We don't want to just play around and talk about something that's working from 20 years ago. We want to talk about what are we doing today in our strategies. Uh, some of them are the same. Some of them are just tweaking what we already do, right? Yeah. And uh, adjusting some things. So we have a lot of cool stuff to share. So uh, today we're basically going over um, strategies, tips, and best practices for real estate investing, which is a huge topic in itself. So here's my question. What is something in the last month that in your guys' growth with you and Matt, are you saying, you know what, we need to add this to our best practices we haven't been doing? Maybe it's Maybe it's with your rental properties or with your tenants or following up with some notes that you have or something. What is like a best practice that you guys are going, we need to start doing this. This is something we're putting into play today. I'll give you a perfect example. And it happened today. So asking for help is a really good practice, honestly. Okay. And I think there's a way of doing it, though, where it's sincere and it's also coming from a professional to a professional right and not it's not give me help because i'm helpless it's i'm i'm i have a problem that i know that you faced before advanced investor here's my problem have you ever had something similar to this and what did you do right so you know it's not <clears throat> a generic thing when people go, Hey, I want to get in real estate, you know, help me. That is a lot to throw at someone. Now, what is it that you're looking to do, Gabe? Is it, is right. it, what is it? Well, I'm buying a single family house. Where do I get funding? Okay, cool. I can help you with that. I know right. exactly where that, I know exactly what that's like. And I can, I've had that problem. Here's how I do it. Or, Hey, I'm looking for deal flow and I'm just not able to, you know, what are some tools and tactics I can do, Marty? Well, number one, do you have an agent that's sending you deals weekly? That's sending you listings that are, you know, maybe expired listings or been on the market for longer than 14, 20, 30 days? That, again, a, pro, a specific problem that you can, you can face. Now, my problem today was we're buying these USDA rule type properties and there's very small amount of people that are doing this. So I've been on the phone trying to contact this operator who's levels above currently that's doing it, not getting a return phone call. So what I did is I just showed up to the office and, and guess what? I got a phone call right after because get, what does that show you? Right. I'm serious. Right. I'm very serious. So, you know, I'm not saying show up at people's houses, but 
Look, I honestly think there's a lot of value. If you were to show up at people's offices that you admire, you might not get the time right then and there, but you can set an appointment. Right. No one's doing that. Yeah. No one's doing that, right? Yeah. And I bet you out of 10 of those people that you talk to, if they, because they all started probably very similar, hungry, trying to make it, I get, I guarantee you at least 75% of those people would take the time and meet with you, probably right then and there. And the, uh, the other, <laughs> just one, wouldn't give you the time or day. But I like those odds, Gabe. Right. Right. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about you is that you think about this stuff quite often as like, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. Um, do you think that the reason why people don't like, what do what do you think is one of the catalysts or one of the major things why people don't do stuff like that? You think it's like pride or arrogance or just nervousness, or they're just flat out scared of going, man, I don't want to get a door shut in my face. Or is it just, they just don't know how, or that it actually still works. Yeah, it's probably a couple of things. It probably is pride, right? You don't want to admit that you don't know how to do this. And what that does is it makes you just not do anything. I'm the complete opposite. I always say, you want to look like a fool. I'll walk right, right. into an office and I might look silly. Don't care. How you doing, everybody? I'm Marty. We're, we're, who, who's the captain of the ship here? Is Ben here? Is Ben here? I got to talk to Ben. I've been trying to get in touch with Ben. The, again, I, I know that's very- <laughs> That so happens. Diff- I know that's very difficult for a lot of folks, right? but it comes down to your level of urgency. I know I got, I have, if I'm lucky, you know, 60 summers left. Okay. I got 60 summers left. I'm 34. I don't care. Number one, I, I want the information I am. And I have unbelievable belief in myself. So we're going to get crazy here, but you really need to have, you need to have confidence in order to do that. And the way you get confidence is by, Hey, I did my research. I know what I'm talking about. And now I'm, I'm okay now to walk in and deliver that message of here's my problem. And can you help me? Or here's my problem. Do you have a, did you ever have a similar problem? And if you did, what was your solution? Yeah, but it really just comes down to Gabe is urgency. I, I got a lot of urgency. I don't know if you can necessarily teach that. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if that comes natural to people or not. But I do believe that the three things that are a tell uh, that can tell somebody if they're going to be successful is that they're curious. Number one, are you curious? Mm-hmm. Constantly thinking about what other people not think about what other people are doing, but I'm always curious about what other people are doing. I'm genuinely right. curious. And number two is that I'm urgent. I have a sense of urgency that is only matched by my partner, Matt McGuckin. And then the third thing is that, you know, I, I believe I belong, right? I belong. I belong doing these things. Right. So those are the three things I think if people can just start to really think about those, it could really help your career. Yeah, I think one of the things that, and, and that's awesome, dude. That's really cool. One, the urgency thing, I, I think a lot of people miss out on. Um, and you know, real estate investing could be looked at in multiple areas, right? It could be looked at as a, a passive thing that you're just doing. Um, and you're collecting two or three properties throughout the year. And that's great. Like, I, I think everyone should be doing something like that, where you're collecting some asset of some sort to help with your net worth and building your net worth. 
Um, and then you have the guys like us are kind of crazy who just like go out there and say, Hey, I want, I really want to build a business in this industry. And you, you really do have to have a sense of urgency because the things that we don't see is the stuff that is the timeline killers. Right. And if you don't have an urgency on a deal, um, you don't know if the roof is going to be the killer to the deal or if it throws you off as your timeline, you got to replace, you got to do this. Like there's construction, there's rehab, there's teams, there's other stuff, there's storms. There's so many other outliers that you can't control. You have to control the inputs. Um, and what's interesting is that like people have different views towards this, Marty. I, I don't understand, but for me, I'm just going, if I could just wake up, have great energy and work on my inputs and my inputs, eventually like who knows how that's going to be whether you go into 10 doors and you're knocking on doors and you're saying hi to people and you're meeting the attorneys and the lawyers and a financial person you're going to the banks i mean i think one of the things that people miss out on is and this is a cool tip is like go into a bank just go into a bank and go hey i this, this is my first deal i'm just trying to figure out who who does stuff like this yeah i love um, that and then, you know what I think that also happens? Like there's power in that, right? Like you were saying the confidence, like we, we are in this world where you can go to social media and just look anywhere, Facebook, Twitter, and go, Hey, does anyone have a contact for so-and-so beautiful, beautiful. I think yeah. you should do that by the way, yeah. but there's this other outlier that you carry that I know I carry that we've spent time going. But if I don't, if that doesn't work, I don't mind showing up to do the work. Like, I don't mind go like if I don't, I don't have to go to Facebook to find my stuff or go to Twitter or whatever. Like, I'm going to go figure this thing out. Right. And I think that's the outlier part. The difference between like what you guys have accomplished and what we have accomplished is just making that extra effort. Um, and I don't know how we, you know, how you can bottle it up with anyone besides saying you, you have to go and figure this stuff out. Well, to your point, Gabe, we just got a, a comment here about showing up to a bank, right? Walking in. And it says, uh, for those who are just listening, but the comment was, you know, we love when potential clients needing a loan come by. We do traditional and private lending. It gives us a chance to show our office and show that we're legitimate. They, they want you too. They want to talk with you. They want to network with right. you, these folks. And uh, it, it's a really great way of showing that you're real. That builds confidence that you had the confidence to walk in. And now you're building a relationship and that person might not be able to help you, but they could point you in the right direction. I, I think that's, I think that's important. And the other thing that you said is, you know what, you can control your inputs. The, the really only things you can control, honestly, there's two things you can control and that's your, uh, your activity and your attitude. That's it. If you high energy, I know people are like, well, I'm just, I don't have it. Well, you get it, figure it out, find something. Yeah. Find something of why you, you need to get it going and your activity and how you can get a, a higher at a better attitude is having better activity, right? Yeah. If you're in the dumps, you can work your, you can, you can make dials and call through and get into a better a, a better attitude. You really can. If I'm ever feeling like totally. I'm just a little sluggish, I'm on the, I'm getting on the phone. I do my 10 calls and I'm like, wow, I feel better. Or it I go makes to the a gym. difference. It makes so yep. much of a difference. I can't, I don't even know how to quantify. And I know that you and I are, are we tend to be leaning more towards the go-getter, the, the, the person who's out there just wanting to make stuff happen. We, we tend not to lean towards the analytic mindset type person. 
we lean toward and and guys look there's plenty of entrepreneurs in real estate investing that lean towards that perfectly fine perfectly yeah. fine and i totally understand but by far most people change their attitudes by being in connection with other people when we used to run we put 200 people in a room even the people in the corners we would get to go and talk to other people and then didn't want to talk to anyone and come on let me meet you let me have you meet somebody and 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 there was like a, this energy that would happen and it, you know it's funny because that guy that or that lady that was uh more of a introverted type person that they might have five or seven houses and they want to connect more next thing you know they're leaving the meetings going that was i felt so great leaving that meeting it was so good they call me the next day or whatever might happen and i'm going really did anything come out of it not yet but it was just great to connect with somebody and it was yes. great to build that relationship and yes. man that's just good business yep. and you know we're kind of talking about business skills but guys this is so key if you're going to do real estate investing pounding the phones one way or the other we've been we've been pivoting more towards commercial assets and man it's a lot of phone pounding it's no different than single family assets where you're talking to hundreds of sellers or realtors or agents yeah you're yeah, talking exactly. to realtors and you want to get them on the phone figure out your script talk to them um a friend of mine was talking about raising money marty and uh a guy that you know and he goes hey what do you think about this script i'm like that sounds beautiful now use it everywhere you go and it mm. was just simple simple like uh i put my friend's money to work on assets with the uh, great returns something like that and, and i was like great now use it and then he's like man i just used it and it's crazy to hear people's responses yeah right but it's that momentum of keeping that going <clears throat> yeah I, I think that's uh i think that's exactly it i think it's momentum you got to you got to figure out a way to get that momentum going. And that's for everybody. That's whether you're doing one deal a year or a hundred deals a year, it's, it, you got to get momentum and you can do that. I believe, like you said, through a connection and it's being uncomfortable maybe to go outside and schedule that lunch. And, and by the way, if you're, if you ever go out to lunch, pay for it. Okay. I don't care if you can do it or not, just pay for it. Um, it goes a long, it goes a long way and, and right. you'll just, you'll build up this goodwill and you'll feel better about it. If someone's you know wondering who to pay, you're paying, you should pay every time. Um, you know, the other thing is to remember, and this is just a skill that I need to constantly remember is remembering, did I engage my process today? Right. Did I engage my process today? If I did, then amazing. Right. So whatever, what does that, that look process, like? What does that look so, like? So our process is, is really, did I do my outreach? Okay. Cause it does, I can't control if a seller says yes or no. I can't control if a broker wants to, you know, send me something or meet with me or, you know, give me the time hmm. or day, right. On a specific deal. I can't control that, but I can control if I did my outreach, I can control if my attitude when I was talking to them was on point, I can control if I was really listening to the seller or to my, you know, investors on what they really are looking for when they are wanting to invest in a deal with us. Right. So I don't look at, you know, like for instance, the score is going to take care of itself. I always say that, you know, look at the, I, I always, that book was amazing. The, the score will take care of itself. I can't remember. I think it's literally that title. Um, we'll look yeah. Look that up. But 
the pro that's really it. The process is I, I got a certain amount of calls I got to do. I got a certain amount of, uh, activity I want to, I want to take, which is, you know, I got my mailers going. Did I do my follow-ups on these certain people? Did I, you know, for right now, cause we're, as we're scaling, we have a, a team of, uh, sales reps. Did I, you know, did I get them going? Did I make them feel like they are the most important part of the company? Okay. A little tip guys, for those who do have a virtual assistant, you got to let them know that they are the most critical aspect of your company. They are literally the baton. They are the first handshake of your, you know, of your organization. And so the people that maybe just kind of try to churn and burn these virtual assistants that are doing maybe calling for you or prospecting, you got to remind them that they are the, they are the most important part right. of your company because they're the ones that are going to introduce your company to that seller or to that agent or to that whoever, right. To that investor. So those are the processes that a little bit of the processes that we do. And, uh, you know, I think that's important. I think it's also important to take care of yourself, health, you know, health wise, you know, a workout in, a breathing exercise, they're all, they're all linked together, but that's, that's what we focus on. I'm, I was curious because we've talked a little bit, you and I, we off camera and off, off the show on, you know, what are, what are your new strategies that you're trying to implement? for you know the next six months of the 2023 you know we only got six months left right yeah so that's that's one of the strategies um i have everywhere uh, a timeline of what we do um and that's one of the things that we've been doing differently so it's one thing to say i'm urgent um it's another thing to say to hold yourself accountable to the urgency so I'll say that again, because that's helped me is like, I I've always saw myself as an urgent person, like, let's just go. But I think what happens is we can get ourselves caught up in a, in a doer mindset. Let's just get stuff done. Let's go. I don't have any time to waste. And what it has done is helped me, uh, by putting timelines on it in a different manner, uh, has helped me, um, really to get rid of stuff that I don't need, like fillers in our day. Um, and then, and then realizing that, hey, you know what, sometimes you, the fillers just needs to be you doing your own thing for the time period, like working 12 hours a day all the time straight isn't good. Okay, but working maybe a 12 hour day and you have these other gaps that are designated for different stuff in your day. And you got my, you know, I, I got a kid time in between there and it's summertime. So the kids are in the other room and I'm like, hey, guys, lunchtime. We're going to go in the backyard and hang out. Let's go grab lunch, blah, blah, blah. And we're just doing it, you know, like, like these certain things within that 12 hour period are happening, right? They give me these refreshers of going, Hey, this is what, it's, what makes it all worth it. Right. And it makes it enjoyable to, to go through. One of the things I want to say though, in the last three weeks is the book 10 X is easier than two X. It is by far the biggest thing that has changed my life. Um, I advise everybody to listen to it. We need to find the, the link, dude, and let's put it on there uh, while I'm kind of explaining it. But the, at the end of the day, it's it's like this. There are th This isn't the Grant Cardone 10X. This is the, there are 10X. There are things that you're doing that is limiting you from making a quantum leap in your in your life. And oftentimes that's 80% of your, your, your skill set or your level or whatever you're doing or your, your outputs. And so when we look at these outputs, it's, it's helped me to realize 
I got all these outputs that I'm doing in real estate. It's been great. I love it. But what is something that I can do in my real estate business today in investing where I can eliminate 80% of it and just focus on the 20%. And that has helped me to learn how to JV partner with people differently, um, to look at different types of strategies and real estate strategies. Um, so if you're a beginner and, or you just have a few properties, one of the things would be, okay, how do I get to maybe 10 houses? Okay. And what do I need to get rid of? Sometimes it's limiting beliefs, right? That you need to really get rid of a going, okay, for me to 10 X, I need to get rid of this other stuff. Um, and that is stuff that we've been applying today, even this very moment. I mean, I just got off a phone call with another guy that we're going to JV partner with on some pretty big transactions and we're talking about it. Okay. How do we, how do we see 12 months down the line and how we're going to 10 X? Like we can do normal. What does normal look like? It looks like this. Okay. What is going to the next level? All right. And the question that we have is then what do we have to get rid of? Right. What is the thing? What is maybe an old mindset or old thought process or, or stuff that I'm doing throughout my workday that just will not produce what I think it's going to produce. And I've been there. I think a lot of us get there, right? Of just going, I think I'm going to eventually get there. You end up six months down the line, 12 months, and you're going, man, that didn't work. Right. Yeah. And it's scary to do that too, by the way, it's scary <laughs> yeah, to totally. give up that, you know, cause I'm reading that same book, uh, right now, Gabe and I are in similar, uh, you know, masterminds. And so that book has come up in one of ours and, and it's, and it's really been a very fun, insightful read. And, you know, it's, it's really a tough, tough thing to cut what is bringing in, you know, the majority of your, let's say your, your money. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's what your majority of your folks on, but it, it, for us, it's like, okay, we know that 20% of our business right now, probably lower than that, about 10% is commercial and, but it's got the highest payback. It's got the highest rewards and it's going to be a work in progress. I don't think people should just cut it right away. Right. But I do believe they should see the fruits of that 20, 10%. And once they know that, man, that's really where I got to be. This other stuff is just my busy stuff that just, for instance, for us, that was property management. And we 10 X by hiring a bookkeeper and a property manager, because that was a lot more than we thought that's we could do. Good. Yeah, there was a lot more than we thought we could do, but we were able to do it. And it's been one of the best things we've ever done. Right. Same thing with hiring our first employee. You know, we went from, you know, zero to, to three. And that felt like 10x because, you know, there's payroll, there's 401ks, right? There's a lot involved with that. But right. now we don't have to scramble to find a contractor. We got our team. We got real people who are really, really good at what they are doing and they want to continue to do that. And they want to do that with us. And that's a beautiful thing. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it, it takes a leap of faith. And one of the quotes that has always helped me when I think people are thinking about taking a leap of faith of buying that first rental or, or buying that first flip or, you know, you know, maybe going up and going bigger is that if you do leap, and you're paranoid, got to have a little paranoia, a gnat will appear. I really believe that. If you do take that leap of faith, a gnat will appear. And you really, it can't, I just, 
Gabe, I feel it. It just can't be wrong. You can't go wrong. You're going to get something from it, whether it's going to be a giant profit or a giant learning lesson. Those are both fantastic things to have. Right. That's really good, man. I'm just kind of just seeing the growth of all of us that have gone through this. And then, the, I mean, how many people have we been, you know, receiving DMs from and text messages and stuff that we can help people through the process. And it it is probably the number one fear of most people. Yeah. Of like, okay, I, I got to take this leap and how's that going to go? And guys, you know what? It's totally okay to say, I need a JV partner to make this happen. Or I need a, a coach just for the next thing. I think that people, Marty, join programs thinking that this is going to like, man, are you, I'm going to join this program. Like, yeah, but once you get the info, it's yours. Yeah. Right. Once yes. you've learned yes. it, you can yes. do it. Yeah. And it's not going to, it's not a life. It's not a marriage to whatever program it's you're there for a reason. So here's the hot tip guys. And, and, and I know that we have a, a lot to go over, but uh, we do have a timeline. Here's the hot tip that I figured out that I think most people um, get caught up with. When you join a coaching program or a training, look at it as it like you just bought a book. You want to get the best out of that book. You want to find out everything you can. Do everything you can with the book. The whole point of reading the book is to give you a different insight, different perspective. You might have someone there holding your hand through a deal, maybe your first deal. I had someone hold me, hold my hand kind of through the first deal. I've just fumbled through a lot of stuff. It was a kind of a mess, but I had a lender that was like, let's just figure this thing out. Great. We did that. Um, we partnered maybe on three, four deals together. And then that was it. And that was the intention. We're not, we, we made it very clear. We're not looking at like being married in this thing forever. Let's just do deal by deal and figure this thing out. And then eventually it's like, okay, do you still want to? No, I don't. She went to go do something else and I was out doing something. I was like, I want to go in this direction. Perfect. And I think that some people join different things, Marty, thinking that it needs to be a marriage. And really yeah. you need to go in there with the perspective of going, even if there's only 10%, which I doubt, but even if there's only 10% of great stuff in here, I'm going to get it. I'm going to dig that thing out. And with that mentality, I've seen those who, who approach those uh, different program, different things that they've done, events, whatever, with that mentality, they get so much more out of it because now they're going, they're, I want to dig. I want to find yeah. something awesome here and I'm looking for it. I want to leave this thing with whatever, like something powerful that you're trying to come out with. And I think that's something that you and I have for some reason have figured that out. I mean, I remember going to West Palm and we're going, listen, we're just trying to figure out these couple things, right? We figured it out. We did it. We ran, you know, we ran after it, had great time in the meantime, which is perfect. Right. But that's what we were digging for. And you find the answer, you find those connections. I mean, it's, that's just that's something. A great that, tip. No, it's that, a great tip. I think, I think that's, that's right on with a tip being join a mastermind. You know, look, the best in the world are coached and you're not the best in the world, right? Whoever that me, whoever's listening to this. They, so why are the best in the world being coached and they're paying for coaching and the beginners don't. Right. And I know mm -hmm. there's different financial obligations for folks on that, but I would just say, do whatever you possibly can to when you find that person or that group or that program, and you vet it and you've done your due diligence because you certainly want to do that. But then take that leap of faith into that coaching 
I don't have a coaching platform to sell you. And that's not what I'm here for. I know Gabe right, doesn't know what we're doing. It's yeah. not what we're doing. I'm just saying that that can absolutely 10 X you. And that's a tip that I'm so glad I did that. And because it brought me around people like a Gabe, look, I'll give you this just straight up. I joined a coaching program, learned a ton about creative finance and creative deals. From that, I met Gabe. From that, we started a podcast. From that, Gabe told me about another commercial real estate investing uh, coaching group. From that, I was able to buy a storage facility, had the confidence to buy, you know, in partner on apartment buildings. And now uh, it, it also opened up doors to other people, right, who are another I would say an empire state building length ahead of me. Right? right. And those people are there. So if those people are there getting this coaching, well, how I don't have any excuse to not get it. <laughs> totally. then you're around, and then you're around those people who are doing stuff and you go, look, I love that person, but they're not any better or different than me. Why can't I? And so right. it instills you with that belief of, I think I'm in the right place and I belong. And that's, again, the three things that I think are so critical right now is that you be curious about what's going on. Be curious about the market. Be curious about learning, you know, constantly be on top of it with your urgency. How do you become urgent? Remember that you're going to die. That's it. I mean, that's how you remember how to be urgent. This, this shit ain't going to last that long. So get after it. Who cares what other people think? Do it. Ask for that help. Ask on Facebook for that deal. You know, ask for that money. Go after it. And then the third thing is, uh, is 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 really be what was that third thing we talked about you belong remember that you belong right. right so if you believe you belong you you belong and if you don't believe you belong you don't that's it that's so and good that's, man and that's that's, the show. <laughs> that's that is the show guys um we can wrap it up there because that's one of the things i, I just want to highlight what you said um there's this part where you, where the people that are the most energized, you're saying bring in energy and stuff. Have you noticed that it, they're the ones that are coached? Of course. They're the ones that Shocking. are coached. They, they are the ones that are saying, hey, listen, um, I'm going to someone to get coached, mental coach, spiritually coached, financially coached, business coached, um, real estate coached, you name it. Um, they're, they're willing to level up. And here's the thing that I think most people miss. And then we need to close this out. When someone was saying, uh, judging me one time, when I say judging, I don't know, they were just kind of gave a snide about, Oh, you're going to go join another program. And I'm going, listen, the reason why I like doing that is because I like to be around other people that are putting value on their education just as much as me, because they got to pay the same amount. And in that group, there might be some that might be tire kickers. I'm not really sure if this is my group or not. But if you're around it long enough, you'll find the people that are the go-getters within that group of people that are saying, I spent this money. Yeah, you spent the money? Let's do this, right? So you, how else are you going to know and collapse time around the, the five people that you're around the most? Right. It sounds like a really long process. You're going to have to get really lucky. Marty got super lucky with with Matt, but that was from before this business even started. Right. It's not easy to do. And so one of the coolest ways is just to go in and connect with other people. And it's not just going to a networking event. You're going to have to go and find those people that are going to help you level up. 
Thank you for tuning into the Marty Grizzani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes. 